everyone, I'm Nicole Kozalek, and you are listening to I Believe, a podcast focused towards inspiring FFA members to be their best, do their best, and make a difference in the world around them. Welcome back to the I Believe podcast. Today is the final episode of the series where we went through the FFA Creed with different members of society, professionals, past ag teachers, FFA members, and today I am with Jay Dickey, my cousin, um, and we are going to talk through the last paragraph of the Creed. I tease him a bit. It's going to be a great episode to listen to. So without further ado, let's get right into the conversation I had with my cousin, Jay Dickey. Welcome to the I Believe podcast, Jay. I'm super excited to have you on. And for background, for those that are listening, Jay Dickey is my first cousin, basically my brother. So it's really fun to have him on. And you might see that relationship come through the podcast as we tease each other throughout the whole thing. So Jay, I'll let you take it away. Tell us a little bit about yourself more than what I just said. Well, that's absolutely right. What you just said there. Um, but yeah, my name's Jay Dickey. Uh, I'm from Goody, Minnesota. I grew up on a around 200 cow dairy farm where we milk mostly Holsteins and jerseys and ran some land on land on the side. Uh, about three, 400 acres. It's expanded recently. And uh, I was fortunate enough to purchase some land uh, about a year ago now. So I'm kind of starting, trying to start farming a little bit, but being at college, I, you know, lean heavily on my parents and uh, just my family members, but yeah. Yes. And you're at college. What college? Oh, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Gotta promote. I gotta. My, um, I'm at the University of Minnesota, Twin Cities, and I'm studying agriculture, food business management, AFBM, and I'm a junior. And yeah. Awesome. So we're going to back up just a little bit and ask what you were involved in as an FFA member when you were in high school. What did you do? So FFA member, I'll just kind of say I joined as a seventh grader in our school. We could join right away. Um, And I was mainly involved in kind of the dairy side, of course, dairy judging or dairy cattle evaluation is probably what you call it an FFA. Uh, Besides that, something really cool I was in, and it kind of just fell into my lap. I was a ninth grader when it happened. We got a parliamentary procedure team. So I, I forget how many people are on the team. Is it six? It should be or, six. Six. Yeah. I think that sounds right. There might've been seven, but I was a Sentinel. So mm. I had, I had relatively easy, easy lines compared to the vice presidents. They have some hard ones, <laughs> but um, I, I will admit that was something I look back at and I'm really proud of that I did because never thought I'd do it. If you asked me, you know, eighth grade year, do you want to do it? I'd be like, no. And my, I guess my parents wanted me to do it. And I did. And because of that, maybe when I'm at a meeting, I can, cause I'm, you know, you're constantly going to meetings and you'll mm-hmm. be involved in stuff all your life. But 
Well, I should continue. So my parliamentary procedure, uh, I guess I went to national convention three times, uh, state convention, was able to get my state degree. And I was on the officer team for two years in Goodyear Public Schools. Awesome. And he's not going to brag about himself, but I am. So he wasn't just on the dairy judging team or dairy evaluation team. He also went to nationals, one as a sophomore and went to nationals as a junior. Okay. We're just going to put that out there because I can brag about my own cousin. Um, So super proud of him about that. And what did you land as the 11th team or something like that? Correct. Yep. We got Mm -hmm. uh, me and there were two other girls and then a buddy of mine that we got 11th gold rating. Uh, Just FFA dairy evaluation is a, I mean, it's not a lot different, but there are some different aspects than 4-H. You you analyze a dairy farm and you see kind of, you know, what can change or, you know, if there's a little bit of a problem, then you evaluate it and give a presentation on it. For one day, it's a two-day contest. So it's a little bit of a grind, but uh, again, very happy. Uh, the two girls did re- pretty well, um, but uh, I kind of wish I would have done better, put that way, but pretty fun time. Um, I think you still did absolutely amazing. And there's only so many people that say that can say they went to nationals for a CDE or anything. So super cool. Also need to put the plug in. He was, you were in proficiency dairy was it a dairy oh, proficiency? Correct. Yep. yep. And you got to state with that, if mm-hmm. I remember right, third at state. Correct. This is wow. this is like my I'm just wow. really challenging my statistics on you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, yes. I you know, I did my state degree my junior year. So mm-hmm. I filled out that great paperwork or that <laughs> application and you know, again, glad that I did it. But then my next year, I did dairy cow proficiency, or I should say dairy entrepreneurship proficiency. And, you know, somebody said at the regional level, like, oh, that's a pretty good, pretty good application or pretty good uh, program. And went to state and sure enough, they congratulated me. So my <laughs> advisor, uh, Miss Stanager was very pleased. <laughs> oh yeah. We love Miss Stanager. We do. Awesome. Well, I'm glad I got to brag about you a little bit, even though you didn't add that into your involvement, <laughs> but everyone yeah. got to hear it still. So what do you wish you would have done in FFA that you didn't do? So the main one is, uh, the main one is not, I did not do any of the green hand camps. Mm. I forget. Is there, there's one in eighth grade, ninth grade, or is it seventh grade, eighth grade or the options? seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. You can go any of those three years you to can go region those, eight. Yeah. To region. Yeah. With region eight. Yeah. I'm in region as well, of course. Um, but um, no, I do regret that. I had a couple people in my grade go, I'm pretty sure. And just, you know, maybe not my close group went. So then I didn't think much of it. We were involved in FFA, mm-hmm. of course, but I, I regret that because, you know, it, I just, I like meeting people. So it probably would have been fun, but <laughs> didn't think about that at, at the time. My other regret, I don't know how to do this, but um, it would have been cool to learn the creed. Really know it. the creed by heart. 
have it known by heart. It just, yep, it would have been. Was there anyone in your grade that did memorize the creed? You know, can I, can I give out names? Oh yeah. Let's hear it. Okay. Um, Mary (laughs) Ponslet, Mary Beth Ponslet, actually. Okay. She's in my grade. I believe she went to the contest my ninth grade year, even my freshman year or sophomore. I believe she was pretty young for it, but yeah, she had it memorized. So there you go. You would have had would have had to go against her at the chapter level to get to the region level. But I support you on that one. I think you should have done the Creed contest. But it's okay. Everyone has a different path in FFA. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. FFA, you can do a lot of different paths. Oh yes. Um, all right. So looking back at the organization, looking back at what you've done, how has your experiences helped you now in college? You're halfway through your third year of college, which is crazy to say. What has helped you the most? Okay. I think I said it before a couple minutes ago, but that the little nitbit I got from parliamentary procedure in that whatever two months we practiced, I just, I can't believe how great that is. It just, Mm -hmm. it, it can be hard. It really can be. And you know, you have to memorize some stuff. You take an exam and, uh, I don't know. It's a team aspect, but you kind of got to know your part, Mm -hmm. but, and I'll be honest, we were even novice. So we got a little (laughs) bit of a little bit of an easier path. We didn't have to, we didn't have to take an exam and we got to discuss the, uh, we got to discuss the kind of what was going to happen beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure a lot of people know that, but (laughs) just trying to think to myself, but anyway, the, the ability to kind of debate and speak without speaking with getting to the point Mm -hmm. in parliamentary procedure. That's something I learned. It wasn't, you know, a lot of time in meetings, some people, even myself, we tend to ramble on maybe about something, but in parliamentary procedure, it's a lot more concise. And I I just really like that. So. Yeah. One thing, Obviously, you know my dad, but maybe mm-hmm. others do not know my dad. He will always say, and I don't know if you've heard this from him, but he will always say to someone that's rambling, stop selling if it's already sold. So once you get to that point, you don't have to keep going around the point. You can just stop because it's already sold. <laughs> exactly. No, I, He's also a salesman. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, say that helps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's kind of used to it. All right. So now that you're in college and we'll focus a little bit more on college, what are you involved in on campus? So right away, when I got to campus, I joined the Gopher Dairy Club. Uh, pretty easy one. They also offered a scholarship. So I, uh, I joined that really good club. Uh, I guess seems like a lot of members and, you know, meetings once a month, kind of do some other things. And we get a regional kind of trip, regional mm-hmm. through the Midwest, Midwest states. Um, another club I actually kind of joined this year was Gopher Crops and Soils. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a little bit of a smaller club, but once again, just good one to get into. Got a lot of good speakers in there. Mm-hmm. So you, 
you have the part of college, in my opinion, where you, you know, you learn a lot in school. Um, I'm going for business, as I said, so I learned a lot of business techniques, but it's good to be in clubs and see other things. You know, I'm not, I have nothing to do with agronomy in college, crops and soils, but from going to that, I just learn other things about agriculture. So though I believe those are my, my main two. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Go for dairy club takes your, takes your time. What were you the manager at the, um, go for dairy bar at the state fair. So everybody that shows livestock, I'm sure you've all gotten a malt from the go for dairy bar. You probably saw Jay's smiling face at some point during that <laughs> extended time at the fair, right? <laughs> no, we appreciate, yeah, definitely. We appreciate you coming to the dairy bar. It's pretty convenient. Oh, very convenient actually. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. So, oh, oh, I'm sorry, Nikki. I forgot one thing. Main oh, thing and was, by the way, he calls me Nikki. He's the only person on the earth that calls me Nikki. But, <laughs> but you guys don't don't feel too bad for me. I call him Goober because he's just a goober. Have you ever watched Andy Griffith? And there's a cousin to Gomer that works at the gas station. And Goober is <laughs> just kind of funny and out there and loves people and loves talking. And that is my cousin Jay. He's Goober. So. <laughs> Little background tidbit. Okay, we'll get back to talking. What did what did I cut you off? Well, I missed um, just a, another thing. I joined a fraternity on St. Paul campus, uh, the Alpha Gamma Rho chapter, and another great thing that I enjoy being a part of and being around people that have those kind of same interests. And you know, if they don't have the same interests as me, they're still just great guys to be around. So, yeah. To Gotta you. put the plug in. Gotta put the plug in. I love it. Gotta put the plug in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what you're getting to your end of college. College is only what a year and a half left. What are you looking to do in the future? What's that thing you're gonna go do once you graduate? Okay, well, <clears throat> I will admit. In college, like you really do see a lot of things and you wonder if the path that you intended of taking, because everybody comes into college saying they're probably very, some people are undecided, but a lot are, you know, they got their mind made up. And I came into college knowing that I wanted to dairy farm when I got outside or got out of college. Mm -hmm. And I still have that desire. It's, I don't know if it's, kind of the safe thing, kind of the safe career instead of mm -hmm. something where I'm just, you know, reaching for the stars. But I do every time I go home in the summer, winter break, I enjoy being outside um, with the cattle. And, you know, I, of course, have dreams and stuff where, I, you know, expanding and uh, maybe buying land, all that stuff. But uh, as of right now, dairy farming is what I desire to do. Going back to the farm in Goodyear, Minnesota. Going back to the Goodyear, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> we love to hear it. All right. So we're going to get away from going through all the background, but I think it was really good for everyone to hear that because you are a different type person on the podcast that I haven't really had many really big dairy based people. So I'm hoping this connects to more people. Um, and that they heard a lot from you and 
I don't know, you inspired, inspired them in some way to get involved. But we are still part of our series. This is the last episode of my series that is the anniversary of my podcast coming out, which is going through all of the paragraphs of the FFA Creed. So being that this is the last one, this is the fifth paragraph of the FFA Creed. We're going to go through it a little bit. I'm going to have Jay read it, and then we're going to go through a few questions and test Jay's knowledge on the creed and what he thinks. It's really not testing his knowledge on the creed, but (laughs) seeing what he thinks of the creed or what stories he can come up with. So Jay, take us away. Can you uh, recite the last paragraph of the creed? I believe that American agriculture can and will hold true to the best traditions of our national life and that I can exert an influence in my home and community, which will stand solid for my part in that inspiring task. Perfect. I don't know why, but I always loved this one almost the most. I don't know why. Maybe it's the traditions part. I don't know. So we only have three questions for this one, but we'll start it out. What is it meant to you by when it says rule America? What do you think of? Well, I don't know. When was the, when was the creed adopted? If you don't mind me asking. 1933, I want to say. So 1933. See, yeah, it's kind of interesting because it's, you know, evolved or America has evolved a lot. You know, we're evolving all the time, changing. And of course, as somebody from rural America or kind of country, I think I, that's what I think of. I think of driving from a town of 1,000 and seeing a combine on the side of the road or hay being cut in the field. That's what I think of. But also I think of somebody that, you know, maybe lives in kind of strange, but maybe lives in the suburbs and, you know, helps out a farmer on the weekend or something, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're really blessed to have outreach and stuff like that through FFA. And I mean, even 4-H a little bit, but I, I just, I think about kids that maybe didn't have or don't live on a farm and they, you know, maybe their parents want them to work somewhere and they go to rural America and they experience that part. So that's just once in a while I think about that. Yeah, I like it. What are some of the best traditions of national life to which rural America can hold true? So what are your best traditions? What do you love? I will tell you my best tradition after you tell me yours. Well, it, then this is probably strictly Minnesota, actually, maybe a couple other states, <laughs> That's okay. but I think the gravel roads at uh, mm. driving down a gravel road at night or something like that, you know, with some buddies, I don't know, but that's just a little bit pretty, pretty rural and yep. tradition. I like it. I've never heard someone say that, but I like it. And you definitely just painted a picture in my mind. So when I did the creed contest, this was my absolute favorite question, like ever. If they asked me this question, I just lit up every time. So I've got to tell you what my, my, my answer was consistently in this question. Mine was ham sandwiches. Wow. You think I'm crazy, right? But when we grew up, you remember, we always had ham sandwiches in the combine and in the tractor on during fall harvest. And it wasn't just the ham sandwiches that I loved, but it was 
being with everybody else during fall harvest like for our family at least I don't know about everybody else's operations but our family it is not a one-man job it takes at least three people if not more because you've got a combine driver you've got a grain cart driver you've got a truck driver you've got my mom usually running for parts or me now running for parts because (laughs) there's just always something broken it seems like and you've got someone in the ripper or you need um somebody to run someone in between things or someone to watch the new grain setup it's just there's so many different parts to it and these ham sandwiches were just that easy grab and go type thing while we were doing something else that was much bigger and all together so I just had to share that that was like my mentor Leah Addington always got a kick out of that answer because she's like nobody ever says something like that and I was like that's my favorite (laughs) tradition that we always have these ham sandwiches with a really good soft bun and it's just it's what I have during fall harvest. I never have it any other time of the year. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> but do you remember grandma used to put toothpicks in oh our gosh, sandwiches yes. and then sometimes people would bite into them. So yep. <laughs> a little dangerous sometimes, but <laughs> we all live through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yep. What can you do to in- exert an influence on your home and community which will stand solid for your part in that expiring task, inspiring task. Ooh, words. You know, that's a, that's a, a harder question. Um, it is. Stand solid. You know, I think it comes down to maybe just helping your community out when, when it's needed. You know, there's pulse once in a while where it's like, you know, a corn drive. There you go. There's a good example, maybe. Um, I've, a lot of FFA chapters have corn drives. I know we we weren't the only one back in mm-hmm. high school, but that was a kind of fun because we got to, well, get out of school, of course, and <laughs> go around, talk to people that we know, ask them how harvest is. Well, I look forward to someday maybe having a student come to my my dad's farm or my brother's place and getting some corn and you know i'd like to say I'd fill it up right to the top of the gravity <laughs> wagon or whatever but maybe i won't be that generous i don't know <laughs> oh i think you can be <laughs> but yeah i i do just enjoy agriculture it's nice to try something different maybe and relate it back to agriculture because I think, you know, it's amazing when I was in school, they talked about, you know, how many careers are an egg. And, you know, I, I thought in my head, oh, what a farmer. And, and then I could almost barely think of a number two, but they put a list out and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just so dumb. Like I didn't think of the, uh, the most obvious ones, but it is. So I, I look forward to influencing the community in the future. Awesome. And this might trip you up, but we're going to, we're going to ask you anyway, because I asked this last question during every single podcast that I've done. So since the podcast is called, I believe, what do you believe in today? Yep. You tripped me up there, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) I, I really believe 
so I got, I'll tell you just a little bit of a story. So I was in a class the other day at the U of M. It was entrepreneurship, just cool class. And our professor asked you about incognito. And I had never heard of it. It for you, it's a vegetable burger, just or a plant-based burger, sorry. And he he I had never had it and he didn't believe me. So I actually went out, bought it, went to Target and got incognito burger, ate it. I was like, wow, this just, it's not right. Or something didn't feel right. And a lot of people wouldn't even eat it. I tried to offer, I was like, just try it, you know, but I did try it. Cause I wanted to see what if I'm wrong? What if we, you know, we can be replaced as, you know, egg, maybe eggs changing, maybe we can be replaced, but you know, after that, and just seeing other things, I, I, just believe in the, uh, I believe in farming. I believe in I dairy. I believe in beef, swine, sheep, you know, livestock in general. I really, I, sometimes it can be hard and, you know, different groups can say things that make me upset, but I try to listen and see what we can change. And I believe I believe in change and I believe in egg. Awesome. Well, Jay Goober, thank you for coming (laughs) on the podcast. (laughs) It was a joy to chat with you, brag about you. Um, And I really hope that others took this in and can relate with you as they um, listen, driving down a gravel road, right? (laughs) Exactly. Oh, thank, thank you, Nikki. Thank you for listening today. I believe that together we can make a difference in our world. Go out with passion, dedication, and a willingness to do everything you can to help our world.